Hey, Ben. Um, what, what went wrong for you guys tonight? You know, what, what kind of played into uh, you guys struggling there to, to close the game out? Um, I think that we slowed down the pace. Uh, we ain't moved the ball enough, and we ain't getting enough stops. Man, turn that shit off. What up, what up, what up? What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Don Cotton, the burner account, here with Ray Rap, the C-Man, and Colin from Washington Township. It is February 8th, 2022, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is the Fuck Ben Simmons podcast. Trade deadline, two days away, Sixers in the heat of the mess. The Kings pulled out of the trade proposals with a stunning trade involving De'Aaron Fox and Domitas Sabonis earlier today. And as we all know, the Sixers are in on James Harden. Gentlemen, what do we think of this trade deadline? I feel we have a crazy one in store for us. I don't want James Harden on our team. <laughs> yeah, well, it was Tyrese Halliburton, not De'Aaron Fox. Very strange move from the Clippers. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. screwed up even worse. Exactly. I'm sorry. They, they didn't even make the logical move. They gave away probably one of the best young point guards in the Western Conference to another team. Like, they just threw him away. Yeah, and interestingly, they got Demonis Simonis back from him. Uh, he can't shoot. They gave up Buddy Heald, who, although he's nothing special, has struggled at times this year. Still has uh, the potential to be a good three-point shooter. And they kept De'Aaron Fox over Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton's a good shooter. De'Aaron Fox, terrible shooter. So the Kings are building a team like it's 2004, apparently, and are getting a bunch of guys that can't shoot threes. But, hey, it's the Sacramento Kings. What's the worst part about that is I thought the Kings were one of the best options for us to fleece in a trade for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Honestly... With the Kings and Pacers making the moves that they did, I'm going. I'm personally wondering if this James Harden stuff falls through. We're going to try to talk to the Pacers to get some of the stuff. Try maybe for a Buddy Heald, something light. Sabonis is a. I think he's a pretty good big, actually. He's not um, terrible. He's not but he terrible. Can't shoot. He's. I think he's above average. Yeah, he uh, he can't shoot, but Bum. like our standard now is Joel Embiid. For a big, no, that's true. We are spoiled. Sabonis is like a decent conventional big. I mean, man. he's basically been like the. The framework and like the the uh, foundation for the Pacers for the last few years, and he's uh, he, I think he's overpriced. But then again, Everyone this is. is coming from somebody who has Tobias Harris on his favorite team. So just the NBA, <laughs> everybody yeah. overpaid. Right. But here's the thing: what teams have been really been winning anything with traditional big men making big money and being big contributors? Uh, I guess, but I mean... I'd probably say Golden State with Bogut last. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but he wasn't a... Con- I mean, he was a starter, but he was, like, the seventh guy on that team. He was behind every other starter, Iguodala and Sean Livingston. Yeah, but really, like, that's kind of the only place where not having a big could work. If you have just absolute lights-out shooters all over your team. No, but see, here we go. We know that doesn't work because that's what the Houston Rockets tried with Harden and Russell Westbrook. But I think they went with their tallest. Yeah. Per- their tallest person was Clint Capella at six nine. Well, he it didn't first, work. Uh, he's booty butt cheeks. Uh, Harden and Westbrook are not even the same dimension as Seth and Clay, shooting wise. Right. I'm saying if you're gonna avoid having a big. You better be absolutely wet every time you pull up, i.e. Steph and Clay. Yeah, you have not, to. You need not a West Brick. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, what has happened to him? He's someone that you've even expressed interest in potentially trading in earlier in the season. He's just collapsed. He looks like he's too old. 
he's too old. That's I don't just... know whether he's too old or he just lost the touch. He looked great with the Wizards last year. Well, though. see, that's where I disagree with you. I thought he, I thought he was pretty terrible in in huh? Washington. I mean, it was tough because it was basically just him and Beal, and then they carried the that. They carried that dumpster squad to a playoff appearance. That's the true. NBA. Everyone makes the playoffs. Tell that to the Kings. <laughs> That's true. That's a fair point. But it's the it's also the Eastern Conference. You put the Kings in the Eastern Conference, they slip a playoff appearance every, no, they don't. every now and then. Not the East right now. Are you saying no, not, not right, right now? In the last ten years, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A couple, a couple years ago, yeah. Because the Kings, I mean, the Kings have almost made the playoffs a couple times. Don't but. forget, we were going to Sixers games for less than a dollar. Oh, fire! Yeah, those five dollar games where you get the cheapest tickets available and then move to like center court. Those yeah. are nice. Yep. Chef's Unfortunately, kiss. you watched your team get blown out by fifty, but yeah, but it's a trade off. Every player on the court could hear anything you said because it was so quiet in there, and you got to watch Michael Carter Williams slice and dice his own stats. <laughs> yeah, that was really the glory days there. I made Kenneth Fareed get up from the bench and yell back at me. Did you? Yeah, me and 50 people, the 50 people in the stadium, <laughs> were on our asses laughing, and Kenneth Fareed was pissed. What'd you there yell was nothing he could do. Anything that you can repeat on the air? Absolutely not. That's why episode <laughs> 10 cannot be aired ever. <laughs> You're right. The lost episode. Yeah. Find it if you can in our files. Well, to bring it back before we get canceled or something for referencing an episode that never should have happened. Uh, what episode? I, I don't know, but... <laughs> I feel like James Harden could potentially help us win a championship in the next two years, but it's going to be a disaster after that. This guy's going to be eating himself out of the league with them wings. Man, he's going to be Photoshop. He's going to be throwing <laughs> stacks around at strip clubs. He It'll stimulate the local economy, so I'm all for that. Listen, Club Risque is not up to the standards of James Harden. Cheerleaders. They're going to be they're going to be upgrading big time when he's in town. I the cheerleaders know. sponsor us. I don't think James Harden wants to come to Philly. Well, uh, we, we know he wants to. He doesn't want to come to Philly for whatever reason. He wants out of Brooklyn, just the same way he wanted out of Houston, which wherever, he regrets. Which he, I'm sure he regrets. But he wherever also, wherever he goes next, he's going to want out soon. He also wanted out of Houston because he knew they had no shot at winning, and now he wants yeah. out of Brooklyn. I think because he realized Kyrie's crazy. He's only there half the time, and he forced his way out of OKC though. And they no, were he didn't competing. force his way out. They, they just made a bad trade. No, uh, James Harden did request a trade in that. Really? There, there was a reason for that, yes. The fr- the Thunder front office paid Ibaka. Oh, uh, yeah. They could not commit the money to Harden that he wanted. He requested a trade. Well, even still, he was trying to get it paid, which I can't yeah, blame him for. he's trying to become the man. Whatever but... happened to Thabo Cephalosha? Uh, after the <laughs> Atlanta Hawks 2016 <laughs> run, they, the police beat his ass in New York unjustifiably. And if they did, if he wasn't Thabo Cephalosha, we would have never heard about it. What happened to Jeremy Lamb? He was lights out. There. He just got he just Jeremy got Young. traded. Jeremy yeah. Lamb was in the Halliburton deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking of trading, though, James Harden, I don't know. It's not going to go. <laughs> I, I I would be upset in the moment. It could work out in the short term. Disaster in the long term when he's thirty eight, making sixty million dollars. But now yeah. we just we see the news a couple hours ago. Bradley Beal's going to be done for the year. Doesn't seem like Portland wants to trade Damian Lillard, oddly. I don't know, man. I think we might see Dame get out of there if they decide to burn it all down. And we come back to our second big trade that's happened today. The Portland Trailblazers continuing to burn it down and not get any return in value for their players. Have shipped off C.J. McCollum for a package based around Josh Hart of the New Orleans Pelicans. 
That's got to make Josh Hart feel really good about himself. Yo, Josh Hart's going to start. He's going to yeah. be their three. I'm happy for him. That's you know We love Josh Hart. Love that day. for Josh That's Hart, That's a Nova man. kid. Let's go, go Cats. Go Josh Hart. Get but, that uh, minutes. Get uh, that bread, boy. CJ McCollum must be looking at himself in the mirror right now and asking him what the fuck is going on. I... If, if Portland's really burning itself down, the team, not the city, we already know that's happening. Uh, <laughs> I, I want Dame. I don't see why Dame wouldn't want to come here. But the problem, too, with Portland is they don't have a future either. They traded two of their first-round picks in the deal for Robert Covington when they Roko. first acquired him. Oh, wait, wasn't he in the trade today? No. Yeah, it was like two Roko days ago. Was traded oh, like, ago. Roko was traded two days ago in Roko. another fleecing. The Portland Trailblazers gave away Robert Covington and Norman Powell, who they traded the pretty astronomically biblical-looking Gary Trent Jr. for last year. Yeah. Dumped to the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe. So, are you guys completely out on trading for Harden, or do yeah. you just have a limit? Like, See, you don't want to give up Max, or I, you don't okay. want to give up Thibel. Like, if we gave up, if it was Simmons and Curry... No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't do it. No, if it was Simmons and Danny Green, I would do it. <laughs> well, you got to give them something that they want All right, too. Simmons, Danny Green, and a first round pick. A, a first rounder. Twenty three. I guess we have our first and twenty three. We don't really. Again, we contend. But that's cashing in for a win this year. That's not cashing in for continue to build. That's that's a yeah. That's, that's a championship win right now. right now. But I don't. I don't, I don't think bringing Harden in wins us a chip. See, here's my thing. I don't think it's enough for Embiid. I, I disagree entirely on that. Purely X's and O's, just practical on-the-court stuff, I feel that James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris as a big three would be utterly unstoppable. Especially just, if you keep Maxi in the deal. Oh, God, yeah. Well, we you'd have to. If we keep Maxi, but see, now I'm going to go the other way. Like, if we trade for James Harden, I'm not going to be upset. However... James Harden's hamstring is what worries me. This has been an issue he's been having over the past couple of years. Like, this just keeps happening to him. And we've seen with athletes before, like, that's a quick way to fall out of your prime. Yeah. That's what happened to Andre Johnson back in the day. That's true. Especially if you don't really take care yeah, of yourself. you're not taking care of your body. Like, right. if you're eating a bunch of chicken wings and hanging out at strip clubs, drinking the hen dog, you look, know, whatever look, it is that he I does. if I was an elite athlete, I can't tell you if I would do anything different. Well, you wouldn't be elite that long. That's the problem. Yeah. Once your body starts going, it's gone. That's that's how you become Russell Westbrook. This is true, I guess. But see, he, I wouldn't be mad if James Harden was a sixer as long as we didn't overpay. Yeah, I think that's really comes down to overpaying. But the next, even if we don't make a move for James Harden, like I feel like Tyrese Maxey could become a player like James Harden. Like you, I agree 100%. You see the skill set. Like He looks like James Harden did when his young days in OKC. Like He shoots the three. He's passing. He attacks the basket. He plays defense. He plays defense. That's, where, that's what we need to make sure we don't forget about. James Harden does not play any defense. That's the reason why we can't give up Bible. <laughs> uh, see, you see, I would give up Bible. I would give up Bible because it's Maxey now. Like Maxi has last year, you know, I I never would have touched Thibault because he was, you know, a crowd favorite, fan favorite. But now that we're playing legitimate basketball, not that we weren't last year, but now that it's time to win and we can win now. Yeah. I I don't care about Thibault because he's not contributing really. Thibault mm-hmm. is the exact same player now as he was last year. Yeah. That's the problem. He has not progressed, which has been disappointing. 
Like uh, you could find guys like Thibault just in the draft. I would move Corkmaz if anybody wanted him. I, well, yeah, Corkmaz is terrible though. No one wants him. Well, I mean, yeah, what he happened? Has, what happened? Better him, than Danny Ooh. Green. I don't know. He's in a slump. I think. Who? A Danny Green or Furkan Corkmaz? No, Corkmaz. Well, his slump has been his career basically. Well, no, it has. No, He's this this year is significantly years. worse. Yeah, I mean, he last year was I, I thought was encouraging because. Was he at thirty-seven and a half percent from three? I think following yeah. up a forty percent season. But even that season, he shot forty percent. He was completely useless doing anything else. But all right, you know, there's a role for a guy that he can plays shoot forty percent. Above he, average. Defense. He had improved a little bit, but this year he can't shoot, and he is, I think, average at best at anything else. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think he's having a. I think he's just in a weird window right now. Because we know he could shoot. I mean, no, you don't accidentally shoot forty percent from three. Yeah, I generally, really, I, not. I really don't think it's just like, especially when you got back to back seasons in a row just three. Uh, he's shooting. cheap. I wouldn't want to get rid of him. But if the Nets come calling, uh, why not throw him in the deal? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely don't want to give up Maxi. Uh, you know, he, he's still so raw as a point guard. Uh, he, he didn't really even play point guard at Kentucky. Like he, it was yeah. some he, guy that no one's ever heard of. He just he played hasn't. basketball at Kentucky. Just yeah. like, that, like Devin Booker. Yeah, kind of. That's how yeah. Devin Booker got to start too. Just being that athlete that carried the ball without a really distinct position. Yeah, but. exactly. I heard Calipari talking the other. I guess it was last week, and he was saying that his guys they don't re- really have positions. Like unless yeah. you're just like a pure center, like everyone's playing. Everyone's a role player. Everyone's playing wherever. And like that Kentucky team, it had Maxi and Emmanuel quickly. And then it had some third guy that's played like two games in the NBA, yeah. uh, Hagens or something, that he was really their point guard. And, you know, Maxi didn't really even play consistently last year. I think he only averaged like 15 minutes a game. And yeah, he was, was a, a bench player. He was a DNP coach's decision a lot of times early on as yeah. well. Uh, so this is just really the start of his growth, and I really want to see what he can do to grow over an offseason where he's had a full season as the starting point guard. Here's something you have to think about, too, like uh, what the Sixers lose. You have to think about what the Nets would gain. The Nets are gaining one of the best facilitators of the ball. But he's worse than Harden. Harden always averages more assists. And I'm, I'm not scared about the Nets getting Ben Simmons. He's just not mentally right to play basketball. Well, but maybe, but maybe he is, though. But the no, problem is not. he fits directly with what they need. Right. Their two biggest needs are facilitation and defense. Yeah. I would I would hate to see the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, with, like that with, with Ben Simmons. That would just be a what bad matchup. What do you do? Then you have to put well, five complete, on the court the whole game. Well, you completely ignore Ben Simmons. No one gets within five feet of him. You double team Duran or Kyrie, whatever you need to do. I mean, that's the problem with Ben Simmons. He's so great at so much, and he just has this fatal flaw where I don't even think he's a playable guy. Like I think he's awful. I don't. I think what you saw against Atlanta last year is just who he is. That's who he is every playoff run. I don't disagree. He wasn't that against the Wiz, though. I, I, we could well, play he, hack he, getting, he was getting guarded by Russell Westbrook and the Wizards stink. They had two players that were even that even belonged on that even belonged in the NBA but really. See, but see that's the thing. We can't just arbitrarily say no he can't do this. Like we've seen him do this but and he has been. a better fit of the roster with these guys. But yeah, he definitely is like I, I'm not going to say he's the missing piece for Brooklyn to be unstoppable. But he makes them a better team than Harden right now. If they have Kyrie and KD playing 
Yeah, they'd have to be playing full time. Right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the way it's looking right now, uh, Ben Simmons will never step foot in Philadelphia again. So if they're playing, ho- if they're playing games here on, uh, they're on the road. All right. Well, then Ben's gonna, he's gonna mysteriously get sick. And when we're playing in Brooklyn. Kyrie can't play. So really, uh, what are we really going up against there? This is true. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Really, it's just about contrasting and seeing where the how the X and the O's and the mentals are going to collide, and that we'll, we will see what happens if you trade to Brooklyn. Ben Simmons has been refusing to shoot his entire life. That is just the mental block that I don't think is acceptable in basketball. I shoot. I don't fucking make anything, but I shoot. Yeah, I shoot. If I'm open, <laughs> I'm going to shoot. I'll jack up a three. I'll absolutely. hit the rim. I might not do that, but as long as I make it like one out of uh, every three times, that's still not too bad. Yeah, yeah I, I can. Air- I, my percentage is not that high. I promise. If I airball it <laughs> twice, but I make the third one, then I'm doing good. It is what it is. I drive. I shoot from the paint. If it's outside the paint, uh, it ain't going in. That's still far farther than what this Ben will true. shoot from. If I could dunk, I'd basically be Ben Simmons. I personally <laughs> like shooting from that one spot on the key that you know you see in every Russell Westbrook highlight, him just breaking yeah. it like right on top of the foul line. <laughs> yeah. I love shooting from that spot. <laughs> it hurts my soul seeing Westbrook brick every <laughs> single attempt from that spot on the floor. Man, gives that uh, spot you know, a bad other, name. other than the Sixers potential drama, you know, the what ifs, the trade deadline or the lead up to it has not been as exciting as I thought it would be this year. This trade deadline's been popping. What? I don't know, man. I'm, so the Pelicans got better. That's that's yeah. one thing. Yeah. I, I don't I don't Who I like cares about the Pelicans. Play. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I I didn't I I did not consider that that the three big moves that have happened so far have been between teams that are not have a real chance of contending. Right. I I don't yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. It really is a matter of seeing who's going to be the first domino to fall for a contender trade. Yeah. If any, I mean, there's not a whole lot left out there, it seems like, now if Beal's out and then if Lillard doesn't get traded, and he's still hurt, so he might not get traded either. It's quite the situation. Here's the thing. Do we throw in Tobias for Dame if if it comes up? I don't know who else we'd be getting back you'd have to, to make get that jo- work financially. You'd have, get, you'd have to get Josh Hart, but... I don't think they're moving him like that. I mean, you really that's really what you got. I'm just thinking position-wise and versatility. Because, let me just put this out there. If you are going to trade both Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris in one package, you better have a damn good return for and, X's and O's fit on the court. Right. Because you are giving up a lot. Of production doing that. That's got to be a three-team trade almost. I don't even know what team can take both of those salaries and give us something that's worth it. Not only that, it's tough at this point in the season to not not only are you going to bring in whoever you trade Ben for, but now you're losing a starter that's been in there all year playing 36 minutes a game, and now you got to replace him on the court. Like yeah. chemistry matters. Do you do we think Niang getting thirty six minutes can be like a, a twenty four and four starter? My answer to that is fuck no. You know, I, I think he could do that on the Magic. Maybe he won't. He, he, he won't, he won't shoot good percentages. <laughs> and your team will win eighteen games, but he could do it. He's I, not playing defense. Though. I suppose. No. Look, all I gotta say is this: I really, really hope that the six is right. Get this right. Because, God damn, we are not going to have anything else to watch because football season is drawing to a close. Gentlemen, what a it segue. is time for our NFL playoff recap. 
Give me that old. <laughs> Can we do that, or is that a copyright thing? Uh, probably. I think if we're humming it, it doesn't matter. Sponsor yeah. us. Honestly, we're probably so off tune they can't even tell what what theme that was. Yeah, you're right. Now, well, if we're gonna talk about football, I have to shout out our sponsor, Bud Light Hard Soda. Thanks for sponsoring us. They are not our sponsor. They are our sponsor. Hey, look, we're speaking it into existence, all right? <laughs> Shout out, sponsor us. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. Naturally flavored, uh, 5% alcohol, and zero sugar. 100 calories. Thank you very much. I could not physically drink any more of these, or my piss would turn brown. <laughs> <And> anyway. <laughs> and shout out to our other sponsor, Getacon Sake. That shit's good. Drink it. Also not our sponsor. So the last time we talked, you guys, um, you thought the Eagles were going to beat the Bucks. It didn't happen. Yeah, no, that that did not happen. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers climbed to a 31 to nothing lead. That was a rough one there. I mean, yep. I, I flew back from Florida that morning. I almost went to bed before that game even ended. That was that was. Yeah, that I had awful. I had that one in the background waiting for the other games that night. That yeah. was. That was bad offense, bad defense. That's just what happens. But, you know, I don't think that the product we put on the field for that game was reflective of our actual team. I totally agree with that. This happens to young teams when they make the playoffs. Like, you have just so much inexperience. You have a first-year coach. You have a first-year quarterback. You have a first-year defensive coordinator. Like, that, it's really tough to put all of that together for a playoff game, no matter how sound your schemes are. I, I know that Sirianni got nervous when we went down early, and we kind of abandoned the run. I think, you know, because the clock was also against us, obviously. That's whatever you have a, you know, a superior run game. You also have to pay attention to the clock. Brady slice and dice us. Mike Evans kind of went off. Um, we did sack him a few times. Also, well, thanks we to... did lose. They did lose to, um, I believe, both all pro uh, linemen. Yeah, their center and their tackle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tristan Wirfs. And, and then their tackle. Yeah, Worth and Jensen, I believe. And then their tackle's backup came in, and he was hurt too, but had to play through it. Ryan Kerrigan, Eagles career game there. That's right. Uh, one TFL. <laughs> Yeah, two and a half, one and a half sacks. Well, one and a half yeah. sacks. In the I was disappointed yeah. that Josh Sweat didn't get to play that game. I don't even know what the heck happened to him. He almost yeah, died. Apparently. Yeah, that was, We've that gotten was crazy. no info. But. I did send him, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers just in case he needed them. Nice. He's, he's a young guy, you know. You don't want to see that. You know, young guys like that end up in the hospital. Yeah, it's a scary uh, situation. Something that stood out to me in that game. What did you guys, the Jalen Hurts lovers of the show, think of Troy Aikman putting Hurts on blast when he said these are these should be easy NFL throws and they're just not for him right now? Did um, you think Troy that- Aikman has liver spotted hands, leprosy, and a clear alcohol addiction? Yeah. So what? Anything he says. What are you is talking weird. about? Just look at him. <laughs> he's yellow, his eyes are red, and he's sick. At best, you're talking about just a lot of unnecessary plastic surgery. And pills. <laughs> well, he he's did. probably a pill-popping animal. Uh, fuck like Jim Mersey. Oh. <laughs> Poor Jim Mersey. <laughs> The Jim, oh, the, the Jim Irsay that is no longer sticking behind his quarterback Carson Wentz, but that's a subject for another day. Yeah, because we're talking about playoff teams. Yeah, Ouch. exactly. Let's see. Jay, obviously, Jalen Hurts didn't play well. Like that shit again. Hey, for, he, he played just as poorly, or maybe slightly less poor, as Kyler Murray did in his first playoff game. He was Kyler Murray was atrocious. Yeah, I mean, he was a train wreck. What do you expect from a first-year head coach? 
first game or first playoff appearance quarterback against a defense that literally won the Super Bowl the year before. Well, this that game actually is about what I expected, and like I didn't want to be negative. I didn't want to actually put it out there, but I was thinking to myself before, leading up to that game, I say, like, "Man, there's a better chance we lose this game by two touchdowns than we win it, but then we lose it by one point." Like, yeah. I really did not think we had a chance of being close unless, like, unless we just played out of our minds, unless like someone missed a tackle and all of a sudden. Like Quez Watkins takes a screen pass ninety yards for a touchdown. And right, you'd like to see it, but I it would have been for nothing because the next week we would have played the, in Green Bay. We we would have played in Green Bay. We could have beaten them. They suck. You know, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what's up with him. You can't. He, he's. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers cannot beat the San Fran Forty Nineers. No, he cannot. And you know, another thing is, I, I'm happy that the Bengals are not playing the Niners because. In both of their Super Bowl appearances, they lost to the Niners. Horrifically. Yeah. Also, I just wanted the Jimmy Garoppolo crap to stop. Like, all right, he's not very good, people. Jimmy Garoppolo is a mediocre at best quarterback who will not completely ruin your season, but the second you need to trust him to do something for you, he will give it away, just like he tried to do against Dallas. Until yeah. Dak Prescott decided to give oh, the ball. Oh, yeah, we have talked about that. Oh, my God. How stupid do you have to be where you don't realize that the officials have to set the ball and that your center can't be the one to set it? It's not like you do it over a thousand times from fucking September to, in the Cowboys' case, early January. Or your entire life leading up to right, that. Exactly. It's just hysterical knowing that the Cowboys have zero chance they're going to waste the primes of a lot of really good players because Mike McCarthy is a stupid ass. They are in the cap hell. Yeah, their cap situation is looking ugly. And Zeke is fat. Well, he's not fat, but he's not very good anymore. No, he's not very good. I, I know <laughs> that he was playing hurt all year, but I'm glad he was playing hurt all year because fuck them. Dak sucks. Uh, did Kellen Moore leave? No, he's still there. He's still there. I got, he's the play caller, so everyone wants to roast Mike McCarthy for that last play. Kellen Moore deserves a large bit of responsibility uh, there. So it never came out if he actually called that play. But he's their play caller. Well, I, it looked like they were in four verticals, and Dak just decided to take off. Which, I understand. The middle of the field was absolutely wide open, but yeah, the play. I think it was pretty clear that was not a play designed for Dak to run. No, that play either has to you have to finish that play or you have to turn it into schoolyard bullshit or you don't do that. Yeah, you just because you're a professional quarterback. You run out of bounds at the forty five with three seconds right. left and throw a Hail Mary into the end zone. Dak like, thought he was Tyreek Hill until he got to the thirty and then realized he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, that was I was loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great pick me up after that Eagles loss. Yeah, I love to uh, see it. Another sure. great pick me up. The Buffalo Bills putting the Patriots in the wood chipper that weekend. Very funny game. Yeah, that was pretty for incredible. Whoever wanted to compare Mac Jones to Josh Allen, um, I hope you shove that right up your ass because they're not <laughs> even in the same league. Yeah, that was insane. That they they had no answer for him. Josh Allen just did whatever he wanted, won it whenever he wanted. Here's the issue, though. That's running, a great Patriots D he shredded. It is, but running power with Josh Allen. I don't know how many times they did it. Is not a recipe for success in the future. That he will die. He's, yeah, he's bigger than Lamar Jackson, but come on. No, he'll still die. He's, he'll still he, die. They they've been doing that for years now. They ran that shit in the playoff game against us in 2019. Josh Allen's been running power for most of his career. Right. It's, it's reckless. They need to figure out how to 
Not do that. Not do that. I think <laughs> I don't. I, Singletary is a is really good running back. I just don't know why they don't feed him. Maybe there's something going on behind the scenes. They must not trust him. Apparently not, because they're just running Allen straight into a wall time after time. Yeah. And then the final game of that weekend, the Chiefs and the Steelers. Well, they much like the Bucks and Eagles showed that there should not be a seven seed for a from a competitive standpoint. The seven seed does not belong in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, hold on, you forgot one game, and it will serve as our perfect segue. Uh, the first game of that weekend: Bengals versus the Raiders. That's true. Which came down to the last second. Yeah. It was actually a really good game. That yeah, there was a uh, it was all field goal winnings that week there. That was twenty six to nineteen. That one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was the one where they threw, they got an interception right on the goal yeah, line. Yeah. Car was go driving down. Here's my issue with the Raiders now, among many other issues. You have an interim head coach step up after Gruden says some awful shit apparently in some emails. Uh, Rick Basaccia, and he gets literally zero looks for even a coordinator position, and now he's a special teams coach. Yeah, that was absolute an absolute disgrace. The Raiders hired Josh McDaniels. Come on, bum. I, I, maybe he can't interview. I don't. Well, he didn't even get interviewed. Yeah, he didn't really. get a chance. They just know. said, "All right, bye bye." I feel like somebody his, must not like him somewhere. Thanks for the playoff periods. Right. Kick rocks. I feel like his resume just should have been his interview. Like him, I I just don't get it. Like I understand you might want a McDaniels, I guess, to help your quarterback. But at this point, I think we know what Carr is, and he's just if he's even staying around. Yeah, I mean, he might not be. He's in every rumor I've heard about quarterbacks so far. There could be a lot of quarterbacks move around this offseason. Oh, yeah, Tyler Kyler. Apparently he fucked a ball boy. After I the, don't <laughs> think that happened. That's what you said. I did not say I'm that. Looking, yeah, you said we're it. Still looking, we're still looking for some confirmation, but Tyler could be in some deep shit here. Yeah, so we, I think we talked about it amongst ourselves uh, the last couple days. Is he going to baseball? I don't think so. I think he's going to eSports. He is a... Uh, like I, I don't know who the fuck pays him, but somebody pays him to play video games, which is awesome. Esports. I think he's just mad that they're not offering him the money he wants, so he's trying to scare him into into paying him. He also could be acting like a baby, you know, after imploding. Right. In the I mean, how do you make demands when you did that in a playoff game? I didn't say it was smart. I just <laughs> think that's what's happening. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he might, maybe he's going to baseball. He realized, wow, I'm like four foot seven and 106 pounds, and I've gotten absolutely lit up and fallen apart the last two years. Yeah. Uh, Brady walks away from the game. Love it. I hate Brady. Uh, Screw you, Brady. Uh, he'll be back by, by week six next year. Yeah. I'll donkey punch Brady. <laughs> he'll, he'll hop in. As soon as we see a major QB injuries, Brady rumors are going to be flying. Brady to Indianapolis? Uh, no. By week six. <laughs> Yo, I, I'd love to see the way Brady went out, too. Just when you think he's about to make this crazy Brady-like comeback when the Rams do everything they can to give the game away. Oh, like, my God. Just, what was it, like three different fumbles? Like, hey, take the game from yeah. us. Here, tie it up. The yeah. Rams were up 27-3 to at one point. And you knew that. Game. You knew when that game was tied. It's like, well, if the Rams don't pull off some miracle, they are losing it overtime. 100%. Like, there was no shot yeah. that if Brady touched the ball in overtime that the Rams were going to win it. And then Matt Stafford just throws an absolute dot to Cooper Cup over the top. Oh my game. god. That ball could not haters, have been a, any better. Gets a real playoff win, not just the one over Kyler Murray because he's not very good. He just said, nope, I'm just going to go beat Tom Brady making one of the craziest throws you've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know what the heck the Bucks were doing in that defense. Like They tried to bring the blitz on him like they had time to get home. Like They knew uh, yeah. that he had to throw it quick. Right. You don't bring the blitz when they're about to throw it quick. Yeah. Yeah, Cooper Cup in the slot. I mean, uh, was that um, 
Whitfield? Wasn't that the guy that held up the peace sign yeah. against the Chiefs? Uh, like yeah, he beat Winfield Anton Winfield. Jr. Yeah, and uh, yep, Cooper Cup. Got to be crafty and skillful when you're that color. Speaking anyway. of crazy, <laughs> hardworking, uh, dedicated to your, right, to yeah. your craft. A real lunch pail guy. First one in, last one out kind yeah, of Yeah, a real lunch pail guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare talk about his speed or, like, just talk about his hands, maybe. Yeah, you can talk about his hands. No, he's definitely not fast. No, no. Can't be fast. Can't be fast. It's not allowed. No, the, the triple crown receiving leader of the NFL cannot be fast. No. No way. Jerry Rice wasn't fast, so what's that tell you? They say... And with our last of the divisional game, the craziest of them all, Bills and Chiefs. That was the first divisional game we talked about. No, we well, have yeah, not. We didn't, we didn't get into we it. Talked no, I mean, Steelers. Steelers. We talked about Chiefs Steelers. Rams Steelers. And Bucks. Oh, the Rams. Oh, yeah. So uh, no, I, I I'm talking Chiefs Bills, Colin. <laughs> focus, Chiefs Bills. I don't think you realized how the way you phrased that sounded, but Chiefs Bills. Anyway, that was incredible. <laughs> I mean, I hate to uh, watch a game be won from a fucking coin toss. I think that's so overrated. Oh my gosh! Well, are you kidding? It's literally the worst way to fucking do it. I don't mean, don't I, give up points in thirteen seconds. It if was you a don't shootout. I understand. Yeah, thirteen seconds. Apparently, thirteen seconds is too much time to leave on the clock for fucking the Andy Reid's offense. Good for him. Uh, it, it was a shootout. No, whoever got the ball was gonna score and win. Yeah, I agree. It should be the college format. I agree. I would like to see both teams have a chance, but the absolute outrage and like the Bills got cheated and this was the worst thing ever. I'm like, all right, calm down. They just shouldn't have given up 36 points. I would never say that they got cheated. They shouldn't have given up 50 yards or whatever to set up the the field goal at the end of the game. Like that's right. on the Bills. Who isn't kicking a squib kick with 13 seconds? Exactly. Game? I actually thought that was the right choice because if you go with a squib kick, someone could just dive on it. Now they have great field position. They take one second off the clock. You don't let Tyree Kill touch it for sure. I actually I thought kicking the ball out of the end zone was the right decision there. The squib kick down to the 5 or 10, you're taking 4 or 5 seconds off the clock. It's two plays. No, I don't let Tyreek Hill touch it. Under That was the the worst thing they could have done was let Tyreek Hill touch it. He just showed him why. He had just gone for 64 yards a minute before. Yes, but just because you witness what happens does not mean you should abandon solid game principles. Yeah, like, no, I, d- I disagree, though. I don't think that is a solid game principle. To me, the, you, the you worst... You squib that kick, the game's over. N- no, it's not, because he could go back for a touchdown. Uh, uh, statistics say otherwise. Yeah, statistics. How many kick returns and touchdowns were in this? Uh, happening even in this season? Uh, One or two. Not many because they generally don't even get kick returns. Everything's a touchback. Yeah, I trust my defense to not give up the forty yards or whatever it was they gave up more than I trust my special teams guys to not uh, give up a big return to Tyree Kill. I thought that was the right move as well. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard that take on it, really. I've heard that it was the dumbest fucking thing ever. <laughs> ever to everyone I've talked to. Well, if they would have kicked it to him and Hill took it back for a touchdown, they'd be saying that was the dumbest well, thing yeah, ever well, I seen. guess. Man, whatever. That's I, just the nature of sports, it but I feel, like, I feel like solid fundamental game management principles should not be abandoned just because you saw something bad that's statistically unlikely to happen. Yeah. Um, well, statistically unlikely to give up a field goal in that situation, even in kicking a touchback. Yeah, this is true. It's damned you do, damned you don't. Right, yeah. I'd rather squib it and not give their offense a chance. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback on the planet. I, I don't want him to have the ball. I want him to have the ball for one play at best. Right. 
And here we are, and he's not in the fucking Super Bowl. Yup, because we move on to the championship weekend with the Cincinnati Bengals erasing a 21-3 deficit to take it to them. I didn't see that happening. I really didn't. I see once they did that bullshit at the end of the half with Tyreek Hill, like they did that stupid little pitch play. Yeah, I'm you <laughs> saw the Bengals run off the field and into their locker room. They you that yeah. brought them right back to life. Yeah, and you know who made that play? Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Fucking bum. <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> I want to root for the Bengals, but I want to root against him so bad. He's such a Fraud. He's out here like taunting Tyreek Hill, and I get it. Tyreek Hill is an objectionable person. He's like, oh, I'll send you two Super Bowl tickets. I'm like, dude, you're doing a great job of coattailing because you suck. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's great as one of the best zone corners in football. This oh, season, so now bro. you're trusting pro football focus again? <laughs> <laughs> you, you only agree with them when they fit your narrative, right? All right, sure. <laughs> they do run him away from. Uh... Any receiver, really. They they keep him away from the number ones that they're playing. Exactly. Yeah, because Cincinnati plays a zone-based defense. Right. Look, anyway, he, he's, they keep him on the backside of every Look, he's led the league twice in defensive pass interference. He's not allowed to taunt real all-pros. No. Uh, he was a bitch in high school. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Michael Thomas put him on fucking skates every day at Ohio State. Uh, to the point of and saying... New Orleans. To the point, uh, and yeah, but to the point of telling their DC at Ohio State, f- go recruit somebody that can fucking guard me. Oh my god, that's so Could you disrespectful. Imagine? And then he gets sliced and diced in New York, booted out of uh, New Orleans, and somehow ends up in fucking Ohio, uh, playing it, for a chip. But I, it's no thanks to him. And then he goes, he starts calling out Giants and Saints fans, and and just, calling out Jalen Hurts. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't understand that one. That was a weird shot. I don't, I don't even know how they were related to each other. He's, Eli Apple's a fucking weirdo. It's not his real name, but whatever. Man, that homie just felt like saying what he felt like. Yeah, it was like the, I guess the only time that he would have even played against Jalen Hurts would have been last year in Hurts' first start. Yeah. They, they didn't play when Hurts was in college well, I think all. Eli Apple's hurt, though. Didn't he get hurt? Didn't he tear his ACL? Um, he got put on fucking skates by somebody and maybe he didn't play in that game, which makes it even weirder. Right? Anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I had no idea that Eli Apple had even interacted with Jalen Hurts or Devontae Smith before this happened. Any whom? That was uh, bizarre. But Joe Burrow. Okay, you know what? What was the other fucking championship game? Send it to the other way. We have the Rams and the 49ers. Uh, yeah, whatever. Fuck the 49ers. Jimmy G's trash. Correct. Fucking. Uh, who? What? What's their coach's name? Uh, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. Fucking goober. Who has blown multiple possession leads twice in the Super Bowl? Yeah, <laughs> must uh, be a good coach. Um, yeah, their uh, you know their defense, their secondary was impressive all year, but uh, I guess it, Stafford turned it on, man. OBJ psh, coming up clutch. Ah uh, yes, OBJ, the man everybody knew still had it, except for Bra- the Browns and their fans. Yeah. Um. I work with a Browns fan. Yikes. And, uh, I don't know, man. It's just a very weird football environment, I guess, in Cleveland. How could anybody defend a Baker Mayfield <laughs> after he's know, wasted man. the back half of Jarvis Landry's <laughs> prime and wasted two years of OBJ? That doesn't even make sense. What's weird? How could they even consider re-signing him? What's weird is he was... He started out decent. He was pretty good last year, and then this year he just like refused to throw Odell the ball apparently and regressed massive. Wait, wait, 
what happened to him? Like, I know he was never great, but maybe he was just playing to his highest peak possible last year. I guess. And he came back down to earth. League figured him out. I, I don't really know. but he's So he's a quarterback that coming out of college I knew was going to be mediocre. He had that like, kind of look to him. Yeah. There was nothing exciting about his game. It, he was all talk. That's the only reason he got publicity. Which is good for him. You know, got him drafted high and paid, but, well, not, not, not really paid yet. But, like, comparing him to, like, okay, Manziel ended up being a bust, but not for on-the-field reasons. Comparing Baker to Mahomes in college, like, you knew Mahomes had such a higher ceiling than... Uh, Most NFL scouts and draft analysts got it wrong. That's true. They the Bears some, got it wrong. The Bears yeah. got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the problem I have with Oklahoma quarterbacks is the rest of the Big 12 is just trash. Yeah. And Oklahoma yeah. out-recruits them in such a massive way Not that I don't think you can really get a fair view of who their quarterback is because his O-line's 10 times better than the other team's D-line. Yeah. His wide receivers are 10 times better than the other team's corners. And the Big 12 plays no defense to start. Yeah. Yeah, there well, is real talent. I think you're going to see the real Oklahoma now that Lincoln Riley's gone. And out of Oklahoma's in the SEC, baby. Yeah, they're going to get blown well, not the quite, fuck out. But pretty soon, soon yeah. yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, that's, well, it's very different now. Without Lincoln Riley, we'll see if their coach is any good. We'll see, man. But most importantly, who really cares about Oklahoma? No, yeah. Yeah, no, you're man. right. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, who's winning the Super Bowl? Cincinnati Bengals, 20-17. to 17. Oh, are you going to put my name in the 2017 again? Already Tahiti. have. Tahiti, baby. The FC Championship was 20-17. to 17. I know it was. Going like to Tahiti. Some money in your pocket there. I feel like the Rams are going to win, and it's going to be kind of annoying because the whole Sean McVay thing's just been annoying throughout his career, but he's a very good coach, and he was saddled by a terrible quarterback and a running back whose knee blew up very quickly. Yeah. And not only that, it kind of annoys me just because, like, I I, the, I feel like the city of uh, Cincinnati deserves it more than Los Angeles. Oh, 100%. It is, but although, I've been rethinking that lately because as much as I say that the Rams have no fans and the Chargers have no fans and L.A. doesn't care about the NFL, there's been too many brutal fights in that stadium this year. Yeah. Like, I don't know who's going, but clearly they care a lot. Because well, you have, you have out there killing people. The stadium is in Inglewood, California, the home of gang violence. <laughs> like, birthplace of the gang. Are, this, are the tickets, like, really cheap, though? Like, who's going to these games? Yeah, I, yeah no, SoFi is very expensive tickets to get to. Dude, the Eagles tickets are fucking way overpriced, and they're still brutal beatings at every game we go to. No, there's not. I've never heard of that. You've, You've never, never seen, heard of a beating at Eagles me? game? I have never in my life seen a story where, was, where there was a brutal beating inside the stadium. Colin, you broke one up. I was about to get jumped by like six people at the Texans-Eagles game. Yeah, but I was drunk and I had a part in almost starting it myself. <laughs> okay, so... I said, I'm rest my case. <laughs> Alright, but it didn't happen. You didn't like, have to call Big Al. You called Tony Big Al, our sponsor. <laughs> no fight happened. Like this, The fights that have been happening in this L.A. stadium is unreal. Every single Eagles game I've been to, I've seen somebody's head get bashed in. I, I don't know where you sit. I think you're making that up. I, I'm not making... I've been to Eagles games with my mom and my grandma. Seen somebody's head get bashed in. Why is there never a video? Why is there only video? There's always video. No, there's not. Yeah, what? You you could Google like Eagles fans. You could just go on Twitter and look at Eagles yeah. fights. Somebody's losing teeth. 
It doesn't happen. Oh my god! I just I, where where do you live? Like, do you live in this fucking universe? Every single game I've been to. First of all, somebody tried to kill him in the parking lot at your tailgate. Well, that's because he had the hat on. Well, come on! Oh man. yeah, I didn't even mention that. I was murdered at the tailgate. That guy lived in his van. That guy was prob. That guy probably like committed war crimes in Vietnam though. So I don't know if that's like the. It that, still counts. I don't know if that's... Yeah, that, that counts. That's an angry murder hobo at the tailgate counts. <laughs> that's not, like, something to base, like, fans off of, though. Like, What's your score for the goddamn Super Bowl? Um, I'll say 27 to 20. Wow. 27? What's the spread at right now? I know it opened up pretty big. It opened up 7.5, 8, I think. I saw it at plus 4.5. Yeah, I've seen it at 4.5 the last couple days. I did hear somebody on Twitter getting it at 3.5. I haven't seen it that low yet. Um, yeah, 4.5 is the lowest I've seen to this point. I would love for the Bengals to win. Not because I want Ohio to clear the clouds and have sunshine upon it. It's because they're doing it for Harambe. <laughs> it's because they're doing it for Harambe. I love the Bengals. I, I don't love the Bengals. I fucking hate Eli Apple. He's a pussy. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's the fucking second coming of the GOAT. Um, they have 60 fucking trillion dollars of cap space next year, which is unheard of right now. Yeah, they are in a really good position to add talent going forward. Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith are going to be like the face of the receiving core of the NFL next year, or in the, in the future. Um, Mixon is an animal. On and off the field. On and off the field. Um, they're uh, tight end... Uzoma, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, he's, that's CJ Uzoma. He's guy. a young stud. Tyler Boyd, stud. Their O line, garbage. <laughs> to be upgraded next year, though. Yeah, they're... their D line, disgusting. Their defense, disgusting. Aside from Eli Apple, um, they got players and money. They're they in a good players, spot, and they got a lot of cap. But I would like to see Matt Stafford win as well. You know, that's a guy we've been... He's like the last of the quarterbacks we grew up with, kind of. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're, going, they're going away quickly. Not that we've got to see much of him because he's been in fucking Detroit. Hell, with Big Ben... It's not ben, his fault. But. With Big Ben retiring, I think the oldest QB in the league might be Matt Ryan. Probably. he's an 08 rookie. Yeah, he's got to be on his way out, though. He sucks. Oh, I agree with that, but I think just I think just mathematically, I think he might be the oldest. Joe Flacco's what? still hanging around. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> they were in the same draft class, so they'd yeah. be about the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Bengals 31, Rams 17. Ooh. Okay. Multiple possession win. You think since he takes care of business? I think Jamar Chase is going to put that bitch Ramsey on skates. <laughs> I agree. I saw Ramsey like t- lobbying to the media that yeah. he wanted to cover Chase one-on-one the whole way. That, yeah. that don't work out for him. No. Because He's not all one-on-one cover guy. getting burnt twice. And Jamar Ch- Joe Burrow literally said, fuck it. Jamar Chase is down there somewhere in a post-game presser. I know he's going to chuck the ball up. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yo, that's what they... That's how they Ramsey. Go Calvin Johnson on him. That's how they beat the Chiefs the first time the regular season. They threw it up to Jamar Chase, and he dominated. And uh, the Rams are weak at safety right now. Somehow, Weddle is still walking. I don't understand. Yeah, love to see a fossil get dragged out for a major playoff run. Right, and no one's really gone at him yet. 
in coverage. If somehow that little old man is down in the box making tackles. I think he had eight tackles uh, last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, that's impressive. Well, either way, no matter who wins, there's going to be one narrative that's going to. It's going. It's not going to hold true for this year. People always say the wide receiver position is not what wins Super Bowls. Look at these great receivers; they don't win. Well, either Jamar Chase, who was just one of the, what was he, the sixth pick in the draft, is going to win it, or Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup are going to win it. Yeah, well, so here's the issue, though. If that's not the narrative, unfortunately for the Bengals, the narrative will be, how the fuck could you stop L.A.'s D-line? That's re- really, if the, if, if the Rams are going to win this game, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, and the boys have to absolutely dominate that trash since the O-line. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to have an issue with it. You know, Aaron Donald kind of took some heat for his lack of performance uh, in the Rams' last Super Bowl appearance. Uh, what do you want to do? They had a game plan for him. The Rams, def- the Rams defense held the Patriots to 13 points. Right. That, the Patriots defense was just better. Like, the people putting that on Aaron Donald is bonkers. Right. What do you wanna, he got double and, tr- and chipped with the running back literally every play. Yeah. So, I don't know. If he stands out this year... It's because the Bengals outline sucks. <laughs> I don't want to make excuses for them already, but I would love to see the Bengals win. Who knows, though? It kind of really is a toss-up. Either the Bengals show up and blow them out, or the Rams win. I say the Rams win, and then their fans riot and probably fight each other again. I don't. Here's the thing, right? Uh, who the fuck can afford to go to these ga- this game? No one. No, the, even the cheap the cheap seats, quote unquote, oh, yeah, in the are stadium. fifty thousand dollars in the stadium. There won't there probably won't be any fights. That'd be a heck of a thing if there was. Imagine yeah. a, imagine a, just a massive brawl, like an entire <laughs> section, just fans from a, every fan base. You know, because you know, it's not like you're going to get a huge concentration of people from one team. Well, you're definitely. Here's the thing, though, right? The Rams are home. People in L.A. just because of the way the world works have more money than people in Cincinnati. I don't know anyone from Cincinnati. I don't want to know anyone from Cincinnati, and I don't think they have any money there. We're going to see a lot of (laughs) fake-ass Rams fans on Sunday. It's entertaining. What part of, like, what side of Ohio is Cincinnati even on? I don't even know. Southwest. Oh, gross. Borders uh, Kentucky, I think. Oh, God. That's actually where all the money is. Yeah, no, it's it's better than them bordering Indiana, which some ports of Ohio do. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, so all the money of Cincinnati is actually across the border in in, in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, because Ohio sucks. I don't know. Yeah, people probably go into Kentucky with like vacation homes or probably some laxer uh, laws. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I guess just people don't want to be in the city. Not every city's like Philly, where people like hipsters wanted to move back in and like increase the values. No, I think Cincy's just kind of always been like the hood yeah. since like the '60s anyway. Well, you know, since he has this one awful fucking trait about it, and it's really the only descriptive thing I've heard about it, they have Skyline Chili. It sounds putrid. It sounds disgusting. You ever had that? I've never even heard Dude, of that. It sounds like I don't want to. It's beanless chili on spaghetti. See, what the with fuck is that? With I don't cinnamon. Eat that. With cinnamon in it. I'm not eating that shit. That's poison. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, Philly's known for cheesesteaks, whatever. we got a bunch of Italians. we got murder. we got... Corrupt police. Cincinnati, you don't get any of that. You just get skyline shit. You, you get, definitely have definitely murder have corrupt, and corrupt police. police. Okay, but at least we have <laughs> cheese sticks, alright? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we got some good things going on. Beanless chili on spaghetti with cinnamon. I would rather hang myself on Facebook Live than eat that ever in my life. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather eat wet dog food. 
<laughs> my, it's the same thing. My natural selection is that crap to eat comes that shit. in a can, man. <laughs> I wouldn't feed my dog that crap, though. It's, it's animal abuse. Anyway, fuck Ben Simmons. Fuck Ben Simmons. You want to say anything? Ben Simmons sucks. Oh, yeah, you got you keep it clean. I forgot. Anyway, fuck Ben Simmons. See yeah. you later. <laughs>